Rams House, powered by Guys in Shorts Sports. Whose house? Rams House! The Rams finally did something they haven't done all season long. And that is post a loss against the New Orleans Saints in New Orleans. Uh, We're going to talk about that plus... Heading to, oh no, heading back home to the Coliseum. Back home. Taking on, Taking Seattle. on Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're going to win that one for sure. Spoiler oh, yeah. alert. Oh, USC yeah. needs you guys to beat the shit out of the, Se- the Seahawks. Yes. All right. We'll do that. We want Pete back. We'll do that. Let's done talk all done. about this stuff. I'm Jeff Wilson, and joining me is Darren Besa, Ben Garcia, and Eric the Portuguese Hammer Vieira to talk some Rams football. Ah, you know, Darren, you called this a loss. Yeah. I feel like most people called this one a loss. We we kind of we were due. It still hurts. It, <laughs> does it, it though? Is this It does. <laughs> I oh, it hurts. Is this what it really feels like to lose? I mean, <laughs> we're we're what week 9. It's so I, stupid to think How too. do the we're other 31 other teams yeah. in the NFL deal with losing? We're eight and one. That's amazing. <laughs> As a Raiders fan, let me tell you. <laughs> well, I am not accustomed to losing. You're By not, week three, you tune out and then you just look at the updates and go, Yeah, I'm glad I'm not watching. You guys aren't exactly oh, no. ten years removed from four and twelve either. So <laughs> that, yeah. that is yeah. true. That think, is true. I think you're okay with this. Well, and you go eight and one and and then against the Saints, and I thought, oh man, this would be we knew it was gonna be a tough game. And, you know, what? It was uh, 35-45, so mm-hmm. it, it was a close game. But a my shootout. concern was our defense. Yeah. This, the- this is a big concern, I think. The, they are not performing at the level we thought they would be at. Well, you're, you're missing Aqib Tlaib. We're missing Aqib, that's, yeah. That's, that's obvious. But that's that one like- piece of how many pro bowlers are, are on our defense? There's quite a, a few, lot. but you know what? It, it goes more than just a keep to leave. And I'm right now at myself where I'm 48 hours past the point where we lost. And I'm okay with it. I mean, of course, I wanted the Rams to go ahead and win, but I am okay with this loss. And I must say that Sean Payton from the New Orleans Saints, he did a great job. He did a great job with really exposing some of the deficiencies that this Rams team has had. And, and see, that's that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Because once one team does it, yeah, now other teams have the blueprint to follow. Now, one of the things that the Saints do have is, you know, they have the, the athletes that were able to execute that game plan where other teams may not. Mm-hmm. But when you get to the playoffs and everybody's got talent, that blueprint has been laid. So I think now McVay needs to sort of go back to the woodshed and figure out, okay, if they play us this way, how do we defeat it next time? Yeah. Well, can I be the rainbows and butterflies <laughs> voice and cheer myself up? Of course yeah. you are. Yeah. <laughs> we, w- we wouldn't expect anything less right now. This is how I cheered myself up. This is, uh, you know, maybe uh, a little conspiracy theory-ish. Eh, not, not even. This kind of speaks on something that Ben talked about when we were questioning Sean McVay's pedigree as a coach. Do we think maybe, since we knew that the Saints are probably a team we'll have to go through in the playoffs mm-hmm. that uh, maybe McVay's not revealing the mm. whole playbook. He's holding back. Maybe could, could he's be. holding back. At 9-1 and one and in the division that you're in, you absolutely can do that. So yeah. and, and I, hope, it, I hope that's I, what it was. I agree 100%. If, if he was smart, yeah, he was. Wow. And wow. we'll only know... When we meet the Saints and Hold we on, destroy them in the playoffs. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> Hold on. Let's just yeah. all do it. <laughs> I'm not going to give. I'll give myself. All right. There you go. I'll jump in. 
I'm not first gonna... educated thought this season. <laughs> I did it. I did it. He's had a few, Woo! but yes, that was uh, definitely up there. I'm not going to give Jeff the standing ovation, but I will say if that is true, then that is some next level Jedi mind trick. 100 percent agree. Like, That's Belichickian. That, that yeah. shows you. You lock this guy. Yes. Uh, you lock this guy in for the next 50 years. 10 years yeah. for I mean, 100 million dollars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, because if if that is true, and he really did not show everything because he's anticipating that we'll cross paths again, and Ben is absolutely right. This is the division that you can afford to do yep. it in because the Rams have as many wins as the rest of the division combined. Man, that is—I didn't even think about that. But I, that I didn't would, either. That, that'd but be incredible. I'll be honest with you. And that's, still, I hope that's what they did. And if he did yeah. that, and they still put up thirty-five points, and were in striking distance, and granted, it may never have really been that close, but still, to put up thirty-five points when you're holding back—I yeah. mean, if you would have said, you know, we're getting thirty-five points in in the Superdome, you'd be thrilled. You'd say, oh, "We're going to win that game," but yeah. you know, yeah. you gave up forty-five, yeah. and that was the issue. But yeah, that'd, well, and, that'd be great. Sure, and and so let's just say that that's fact and not speculation. So for sure that is you said but, it. So, it's but fact. still, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but still, that defense needs to lock it down. It doesn't. It doesn't change the fact that uh, Wade Phillips and his boys. <laughs> but you know, I mean, a concern. But but speaking about Talib, every player that's out there has a job. Mm-hmm. So when you've got eleven players on defense. Everyone relies on everybody else doing what they need to be doing, right? So by losing one corner, now you have to force Marcus Peters over to maybe go over and get the best offensive receiver on the other team. Now you have to backfill that with guys that maybe don't either have the talent, they don't have the experience. And so there's there's that there's the chink in the armor. There's that weakness. Yeah. And so, you know, in order to play good defense, everybody has to play united. This is not, you know, baseball where it's like, here's my area, you know, it is what it is. In football, if you're playing man defense, you know, then that's one thing. But when you're in the zone defense and and you need to get out and other guys don't know exactly what they're doing, you can run into problems. So it's a chemistry thing. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so I, I think that, that that definitely has hurt the Rams defense because you guys have been more susceptible to the deep ball since he's been out. And oh, where, yeah. And where you guys are great is the pass rush. So and that's yeah. that's that's really the bread and butter. So yeah, if it, if you go against a good quarterback, you look at where the Rams have given up those points it's against good quarterbacks yeah. and so yeah. uh obviously you're going to have to go against a good quarterback when you make it to the playoffs so that's something to build on but again it's it's only one loss and we mentioned this uh on original recipe uh you know that's a different show for those of you who are listening <laughs> <laughs> everyone knows yeah. that everyone knows Duh. that <laughs> uh, but we had mentioned how it's only one loss it's not that that big of a deal because it's it's an away loss to a tough opponent um so you you still want to get things going, but again, big picture, this is not a terrible thing. And Ben mentioned it, you know, you're not going to have end of the season. Are they going to go for 16 and zero? you know, now you have a loss. You could realistically start thinking about playoffs and resting players and making those decisions. So this may have been a, a bit of a blessing in disguise. Yeah. You know, going back to that Marcus Peters issue, uh, you look at the beginning of the season, you know, Rams offensively, we had it. I mean, the only addition that we have was uh, cooks, but defensively, you add Sue, you add Talib, Marcus Peters, Sam Shield. And I think for me, Marcus Peters would have been the least likely suspect that I would mm-hmm. imagine yeah. having this sort of problems coming into week nine. And just to give you guys some stats about Marcus Peters, uh, he's allowed 11.7 yards per target. He's ranked 83 out of 86 cornerbacks. Ooh. 
in wow. the NFL. That's yeah. crazy. That the Raiders bad. should overpay for him. <laughs> <laughs> and the kicker is is that he has a passer rating of 138.7 when quarterbacks are looking his way. That is not a very oh. comfortable stat. As you're heading into week 10, possibly knowing that this is going to be a playoff team. It. Yeah. Yeah. Does that say how many gold chains he's ripped off this <laughs> <season>? <laughs> That's Well, you can ask our fellow Raider fan oh, for that. Crabtree's no longer a Raider, so I, I don't, don't know. think any. I don't think any this season. Ah. And I think the other some. piece of that is you look at, you know, Thomas had a 211 yards. 211 like, yards, to yeah. To have a, a, a receiver torch you for that many yards, you need to take a look in the mirror and, but, and figure something else out. The flip side of that is that's Michael Thomas. It's Breeze and Michael one Thomas. One of the, yeah. yeah, yes, quarterback, one of the best quarterback wide receiver pairings in the National Football League. Yeah. yeah but, but also. Yeah, but still. All right, fair enough. <laughs> so, so for this game, you flip it. You flip it. Instead of having it in New Orleans, you have it in the Coliseum. Is it New Orleans or New Orleans? What are we, where are we going? I don't know. I think it's Nolo. where you're just from. <laughs> I think <laughs> since we've been to New Orleans, it should be New Orleans. But, yeah, we were but we can't go full right. New Orleans because then you're like the, the Spanish person that's speaking English and then says right. uh, Sanchez I, or something like that. I need picante. a burrito. Yes, right. You can't just start rolling R's when you're speaking Salsa. perfect English. I think this but is a, I think New Orleans. All right. New Orleans. That's why I'm here. To, I'm here to take things off the rails. So you're welcome. New Orleans. There back, you go. back to you, Darren. Yeah. So, anyways, you know, they play at the Coliseum. Does this does the outcome change? Yes. You think so? I think I think the dome environment and the crowd is a factor. It's a harsh environment. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a factor. I believe well, in those things. Yeah, but I mean a lot of Saints fans. Yeah. And and but uh, you'll have more a Rams home fans. game is yeah, that's that's true. So let I me think I feel like the Saints game we went to last season was it was dominantly Rams. But it was there dominantly were, Rams, but there are like quite a few 30, still Saints 40% fans. Yeah. Saints fans. Oh yeah, but I think you guys were still building your fan base. Now, right now, I I would think that it's a much harder ticket to get with the Rams ticket. being mm-hmm. so good. It is. Yeah. Yeah. That Especially, more Rams fans would actually use the ticket as opposed mm-hmm. to selling it to the other team. So I think you guys would have more of a home field advantage. Yeah. You know, I, I really would love to go ahead and see this game again because you know what? And honestly, I am not disappointed at the loss. It was a great game. We saw zero sacks. We see two quarterbacks that throw for something ridiculous, like 340 yards each. Seven touchdown passes. We have Zerline who kicks for 56 yards. We have what? Hecker, who goes for a fake punt, who eventually tries to rush it for a first down. You have a guy, Michael Thomas, who rushes for 211 yards, and he makes a cell phone call. In the middle of the game, <laughs> yeah. The? I mean, this this is probably a great conference championship game yeah. later on in the season. It's a nice preview. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's a good yeah. preview right for there. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, I mean, if you want to watch it again, I have it recorded because uh, real quick, I had to watch it recorded because I was at your son's <laughs> baseball game, and I show up to the game, and I'm like. Where's Darren? Well, and was, your wife is like, he's home watching the Rams game. You like, that's what, what am I that's doing? That's what every here? diehard Rams fan would. They're going to ditch their son's game and stay at home and watch the Rams game. You, Why sir, wouldn't you? Our Rams fan number one. Oh, <laughs> I have a second standing ovation of the show. There you go, right there. Oh. Um, you know what? During the Rams game, I do want to go ahead and talk a little bit about um, a situation in which uh, Sean McVay had In the third made... inning when your son hit that uh, ground single. Oh, did he do that? No. Oh. <laughs> you going to recap this I'm, game for me? I'm not telling you because <laughs> you weren't nothing, there. Dad. Was he trying to increase his launch angle by three and a half percent? Daddy didn't love me. Did you happen to record that game too? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> well, anyways, um, in the second quarter, 
Uh, the Rams went ahead and recovered a fumble. And uh, we got into a sticky situation where it was fourth and four. And uh, out comes the special teams unit. We went and attempted to go ahead and uh, do a field goal. But instead, Hecker went to run for a first down. And at this point, we're only 34 yards out from a, from a field goal. If we get the field goal, we're up about three points uh, going into the half. But we didn't get it. We didn't convert. And from my angles, there was a lot of... Well, hold on. We did get it. Well, exactly. Yeah. Did we get it or did we not oh, get we it? Did from get my it. We vantage didn't point, get it, from all the angles did. that I saw, I thought we got it. Yeah. Unfortunately, the, the announcers thought we got it. Yeah. Unfortunately, Joe Buck was announcing <laughs> the game, so nobody wants to listen to whatever he has to say. But except for when he's right. Except for In when which he's right. Case, and he was yeah. right at that point. He was right at that point. But is, is Sean McVay taking too many risks for this team? No. This is the time you take those risks. Yep. This is the time. Yeah. I agree. I'm okay. going to play Victor Costello here. Oh, oh we we're go. missing this him. But fun. anyways, yes, please. If these are the things that he's doing that gets you here, how are you going to feel when he does these things in the playoffs with much more on the line? I think it'll be a more be- calculated move because he'll know this is how we handled the situation before. And right. So, now so we'll- I mean, kind of the, to the Dave Roberts conversation yeah. that we were having, right? If, if this is what players – expectations are of the coach and the plays that they're going to call in certain situations. This are you okay with it as a fan, him doing these types of things? Now, remember when Sean Payton won his first and only Super Bowl, coming out of halftime, yeah, he, he onside kicked it. And yeah. no one expected that. Exactly. So, you know, these so, – so really what Sean Payton, I think, is doing to you guys – not Sean Payton, sorry. Sean McVay. Sean McVay. McVay is Too doing many Sean's guys, in the, the building. Yeah. The other Sean. Is that he's preparing the team and he's also preparing you fans for – this is what you're going to see yeah. when game time comes in the Super Bowl or in you know in the playoffs or whatever. So I was just looking at you guys. Are you okay with him taking these types of chances? I am. Yeah. I'm okay with it. I, I I like it. And and I mean, Vic will tell you, going for it on third down statistically or fourth, fourth down, down statistically, depending on the yardage, depending yeah. on the yardage mm-hmm. is could work to your benefit. Yeah, because yeah. the Raiders, we average fourth and 17. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to get it. No analytics guy is going to back that up. <laughs> but but Sean McVay, I mean, we've talked about this guy's just horse sense mm-hmm. that he has yeah. for football. And and I think I think he is that balance of analytics and, and a sense of the team and the momentum and – and how his offense is going against this defense. Yeah, yeah. Is he going to make it? And and honestly, that Hecker play, they they crossed, they got first down. They got first down. There was just not enough to overturn it. Oh. Yeah. The the camera yeah. angles, if they'd had the right camera camera angle, yeah. we'd have had first down. Yeah. And who knows what would have happened, but uh I you know, I like the call. And I like the call based on the fact that if you look at the beginning of the season when uh Zerline was out. We had no point. We had no choice but to go through those two-point conversions, and consistently, over and over, Hecker, over and over, making those passes, Gurley getting in for those two-point conversions. We are on a pretty good roll in converting. They're all comfortable those, in those yeah, situations. Yeah, we are very comfortable with those points. The other thing is, is this keeps other teams on their toes. Yeah, they don't know yeah. what to yeah. expect. I think when you got to plan for the unexpected, I mean, you don't know how to prepare for these guys. And I think that goes back to Ben's point: is Sean Payton made that move in the Super Bowl and no one was expecting it. When you play against a Sean McVay team, you now think these guys could try anything. They might, you know, yeah. you know, kick a field goal from the two yard line. You know, they're and, and to and to they're, be they're crazy like that. Don't you know I'm local? <laughs> and, and to be fair, <laughs> there's only one other coach in the league that to me 
would be prepared for a play like that in a big game, and that would be Bill Belichick. Belichick I don't, yeah. I don't Except think he that, wasn't when the Eagles did it to him. Exactly. So, so but, I mean, it, that's a good point. But that's, but I mean, that's the kind of risk you have to take. Absolutely. Because that killed the Patriots that game. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, Sean McVay, being the type of guy, and I think that's why Jeff and, and Darren are comfortable with it, yeah. the, the, those type of risks are the ones that are going to get you the big ones. And speaking, speaking as, like, a player, right, I think that – as, as, as an offensive player, you're Goff, you're Gurley, you're, you're going to be the one that's entrusted with either running the ball and getting the first down or passing the ball you know, or the receiver catching the ball to get that first down. Is that how football works? To have a coach that has the confidence in you yes. and in the offensive line to create enough time or to create the hole and, and to actually make that play when it counts, to me as a player – you love a coach yeah. like that, and you Absolutely. want to play for yeah. a coach Absolutely. like that. And so anytime – because I, I would almost guarantee you that if that same situation arises and your coach goes, eh, let's punt yeah. the ball. Be- yeah. it, it, you're, you're thinking t- as a player like – between the legs a little bit. You're right, like, coach, right. coach doesn't think we can do yeah. it. Yeah. And, that, and that, that's really the great thing about Sean McVay and Wade Phillips. At one point in time, you know, we're down 21 points. And the halftime comes around, and Sean McVay, Wade Phillips, they're talking through their team, they're motivating them, and whatever they do during the half, they come out of that locker room, and they're they're prepared to go ahead and play to the point where you know what we tied it up mm-hmm. at one point in time. 35, 35, yep. And you know what you you don't see that much coming out of some of the other NFL teams. You're down by two touchdowns, three touchdowns, and what do they do? They just give up. Let me ask you this. How much of what happened on Sunday do you think happened to be a problem with players partying on Bourbon Street on Saturday? Oh. <laughs> well, well having, we weren't there. Having so. been in Bourbon Street uh, just a few short months ago. Because you have to remember, these guys, for the most part, are in their early 20s. Yeah. I don't yeah. think so. You don't think so? I yeah. think I think it's a different They're era. They're dedicated to their craft I think craft this is right a now. different era now, and these guys make too much money, and they treat their bodies so differently this isn't like I, I super think bowl top players super bowl do. 10 where you know guys are smoking on bourbon street the day before the super bowl wasn't it a raiders guy who it was, was a raiders yes <laughs> it was it was a super bowl i think against minnesota yeah the guy didn't show up to the game yeah he was oh no 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 that was in the 2000s he was the center uh barrett barrett robbins yeah i don't know why i know that but his name was barrett robbins <laughs> but i think it's just that era is the last gasp of that was probably in the 2000s early 2000s. I don't think players do that anymore. If they yeah. did, it would be after the game, but I don't yeah. know when their flight schedule is. I, 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 don't, I can't imagine. This is the generation that's on 21 Jump Street that yeah. you talked about that wears both backpack straps on oh, and, and like is, c- cares about the environment I was, and other I, people. I actually had this conversation with Jeff. Yeah, so... You know, I don't even want to get into it. I'll tell you guys off air. But that's yeah, good, that's good for the original recipe show. Yeah, it probably <laughs> is. a breakdown of this is a, twenty the yeah. twenty one ah. Jump Street reboot. Yeah, and two strap and how one strap guy relates to today's athletes. <laughs> that's yeah, right. That's we'll, true. We'll do a TED talk on this, Jeff. That's two good points you've had in the show. Oh my wow. gosh! I am wrap it up. There you yeah, go. Yeah, quick, we need to get out. <laughs> well, let's move on to Seattle. We take them on this week. At the Coliseum, you could call this a revenge game for Seattle, and and Seattle's in a position where they need to win. Every yeah. game is important. Uh, this could be a tough one. Yeah, Seattle's going to show up to play. Seattle just lost what last week to the San Diego Chargers. Um, That's right. Rams are coming off a loss, and I think you know what? Getting that loss for the Rams, they're pissed off. They yeah. want to go ahead and win. We're back home at the Coliseum. I think uh, coming into this game, the Rams are ten point favorites. I think the Rams have it 
Ten hand, point favorites. Yeah, ten oh, point I favorites. Yeah, I love that. We got it. Oh, we yeah. have this game, and you know, I don't care what you fools do. Ben, don't go against me because we saw what happened last time when you went against me. Yeah, you still owe me a hundred pushups. <laughs> that well, not only that, but the Saints lost. Yeah, or the Saints won. Sorry, oh, yeah, so you got yep. that. Yes. Yep. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we should point out that Ben called the Rams going undefeated last week. And on then, the on the flagship, yeah, I wasn't on this show. And then oh no, they, I was on this show last week, but I don't think I called it on this show. Well, you called it last week, and <laughs> you called then they it proceed nonetheless. to lose. It all goes wrong. The week after you call it, oh, thanks you, for that, Ben. You're welcome. Yeah, everyone can uh, write at gis Mr. Reality. <laughs> I'll be happy to answer your emails. <laughs> that's a good emails. Oh no, that's Twitter. Twitter, huh? yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can tweet me. I don't check that shit. <laughs> But to bring it back to this game, I think if the defense was ever going to refocus, it's this, after after yeah. the, the getting torched last week and coming and said they're not going to do that at our house. Whose house? Rams Man house. They're not going to let you know Russell hustle and bustle, man muscle Wilson yeah. come in and Jeff, let, Jeff's cousin. Not going to happen. Let me ask yeah. you this: we're gonna we're gonna embarrass the Seahawks. Uh, I don't know about embarrass, but we're gonna win again. Ten plus. And uh, oh yeah. 10 plus? I think yeah. it will be. Over love 10 it. points. Yeah. Yes. Love that. I'm, I'm saying okay. that. Yeah. Let's, yeah, let's change the subject real quick. We'll give Eric a, an opportunity oh. since he's wearing his SC hat. Oh, <laughs> oh bloody any, uh, any chance uh, Pete, Carroll, Pete Carroll, if he gets run out of Seattle, comes I, back to I have SC? no idea how true that would is. Would you welcome him Welcome would, him back? I would welcome him back just because uh, what USC needs right now is a coach with some pedigree, someone who's been there before, and someone who's going to know how to recruit and bring talent. Uh, to to the Coliseum, uh, much like the Rams are doing. Mm. So yeah, I, I would welcome Pete Carroll back. Right now, I've just heard that's rumblings because Clay Helton's on the hot seat, and Pete Carroll's a popular name, and Seattle's not exactly lighting the world on fire. So I have no idea if there's any truth to that. Sure, but uh, uh, yeah. it's all he, speculation. He'd be, he'd be, he'd be welcome back. By, you know, by this USC fan. Th- the problem with that is that yeah. retreads that come back to their team. Don't usually work. John yes. Robinson with the Rams in the 80s and then comes back, you know, like 10 years yeah. later in the 90s. It wasn't the same. John Gruden with the Raiders hasn't been the same. Siggy Schmidt with the yeah, Galaxy. Yeah. Wow. Hey! Rams shows getting, oh my gosh. getting all the topics. Tom, Tom Osborne with Nebraska, you know, eventually he yeah. came back. So, you know, it's, it's like nostalgia. You say, I want him to remember come back because times. you remember what it yeah. was when yeah. he was here. But if... You know, I mean, a lot of that had to do with Norm Chow. Hold on, wait, wait. Can I predict what Ben's going to say next? Yeah. It's like the Will and Grace reboot. Like, it's just <laughs> not the same as it was initially. Man. It's not. <laughs> if, if you like this, la- these last five minutes, head on over to Guys in Shorts. <laughs> it's just a preview yeah, right here. <laughs> I know the Rams fans. It's oh, a yeah. di- different crowd, different yeah. show. That's but right. This is what you're missing. That's right. <laughs> but I... See, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> Retreads don't do as well. They don't. So a lot of what made Pete Carroll special, thank you, Eric, yeah. was it was it was the offensive coordinator. It was yeah, Norm, Norm Trout. It was the defensive coordinator at the time. It was it was the players. It was you know just the time, and and I think that one of the problems with some of the USC players and the coaching staff and is is just the arrogance of we are USC and we should be here. we should be there, yeah. and I and I don't feel like they're putting in the work that they need to. Now, I think that's where Carroll yeah. can help. And and the one thing, the another strike against Carroll is he left, and what happened after he left? Sanctions. So the mm. sanctions were technically under his <laughs> Oh, tenure. here we go. Yeah. So I don't know. That may be a bad look, you know, politically or, or however for USC to bring back a guy, 
you know, USC is a program who doesn't acknowledge Reggie Bush anymore because of it. Yeah. So are they going to bring back Pete Carroll, someone who that happened under his watch? So I don't know how likely it is, but but he would be welcome back. We so, love Pete. so we're expecting uh, a big oh, he, crowd for sure be this weekend back. for uh, Pete Carroll. I don't know if they're there for Pete Carroll, but Pete Carroll they shouldn't be. Is, is forever for beloved. He's, he's forever beloved, even in Los Angeles. Understandable. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Even yeah. even with Seattle. Oh, good stuff. Can't wait to beat his pants. Yeah. Yes. That's right. Awesome. As USC, as USC fans, we hope that you do. Thank you. Thank you, Ben. Appreciate that. Jeff, um, <laughs> Cosine. did did you play Cooper Cup in your fantasy uh, Oh, here team? we go. I did. All you did. Yeah. All right. So he got you yeah, a touchdown. Yeah, got me 19 points. Also played uh, Brandon Cooks, and uh, he got me 23 points. Oh, wow. Still enough for the loss, but yeah, uh, Todd Gurley not as not as dominant. Not as, as dominant this game. Yeah, Rams uh, or Saints uh, defense. It looks pretty. Uh, yeah, looks pretty Very good. Yeah. Who's uh, Gallo going to be playing in the Gallo Bowl this year? <laughs> we'll talk about Ho- that. Hopefully, off Jeff. The, off the air. Oh man, no, Eric's brother actually. Oh yeah, Bobby. Shout out to yeah. Bobby Vieira. Yeah. Who knows? We'll hey, Jason, reach out to me, man. I got some people got that people. can help you out. <laughs> A small installment. <laughs> yeah. I'll help you out. I don't think he listens to the show. He listens to guys in shorts, Cowboys. All right. Wait. Whoa, whoa. We're, we got a Cowboys No, no, no. I meant the Dallas Cowboys oh. show. Oh, no. Yeah, not no, it's, not it's us. It's mostly about ranching. It's yeah. the Dallas ranch. <laughs> On Saturdays, I wear chaps. <laughs> All right. That's sure. it for us. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Rams House and check out... The Guys in Shorts Sports Los Angeles show. You can also find them, which is us, on Twitter at Guys in Shorts LA. Different show. (laughs) The original It's a different show. You guys all know that. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. We talk about all the rest of the LA teams. And uh, this week, we also talk about how awful Joe Buck is, and we know everyone can get behind (sighs) that. So be sure to check out this week's episode of the Guys in Shorts flagship show. All right. We're out of here. Let's get that win, huh? Definitely. I'm Jeff Wilson. That's Darren Besa, Ben Garcia, and Eric the Portuguese Hammer Vieira saying, Whose house? Rams house. Rams house.